0: Thursday morning, Rosh Chodesh morning, here at jm and uh, the expert himself, Jonathan Greenstein, is with us live via telephone. He is chairman of the board and expert in charge, Ritual Art New York Department of Consumer Affairs. He is um, he is going to be featuring this coming Monday a an, anti- an auction of rare antique and artisan Judaica. This coming Monday at 6 p.m. at the Cedarhurst Gallery, 417 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst, New York. Uh, information, 516-295-2931, 516-295-2931, or J, letter J, letter J, Jonathan, welcome back to JM
1: in the AM. Malcolm, good morning. It's always a pleasure to hear your voice. I, I
0: tried to make you sound really important at the beginning. I hope I had that accurate with the, uh, huh. the, the chairman and all that.
1: I hope so. Also, maybe my <laughs> wife will give me an extra potato in the Cholent Shabbos as a result.
0: <laughs> Those are the basic rewards, huh? <laughs>
1: yeah, at our age. All right yeah.
0: is the is the uh, Marilyn Monroe C-Door in this auction or not?
1: Yes, this is uh, it's uh, in this upcoming auction that's on Monday night. It's been is causing it, quite a buzz.
0: Is it in the catalog? Yeah, Do
1: you, uh, it's. Um,
0: Do you know what page, by any chance?
1: Yeah, it's uh, lot one thirty two. One
0: thirty two. Now. For those who don't know, Marilyn Monroe did convert to Judaism when she married, I believe, her second husband, right? Arthur Miller. <clears throat> say it again?
1: Yeah, Arthur Miller. Right, Correct.
0: Arthur Miller. And she actually took, well, how would you say it, took her Judaism somewhat seriously? Would that be a... Uh
1: uh, yeah, well, it was uh, from the research that I've done, uh, obviously it was not an orthodox conversion. Right. However, even after she divorced Arthur Miller, or Arthur Di- Miller divorced her wasn't involved in their marriage, and there was no TMZ at the time, um, <laughs> she took her Judaism seriously. She considered herself a Jew until uh, she passed away. Uh, and um, and uh, Joe DiMaggio buried her, unfortunately, in a Lutheran cemetery, right. but uh, obviously she wasn't alive to make that decision.
0: Now, uh, this sitter was given to her by, by Robert Goldberg, right? Uh,
1: no. no, it's actually a very interesting story. Uh, oh, after... I, thought,
0: I thought this was given to her at the time of the conversion. Go ahead. Tell us no, the no, no. Story. It's
1: actually uh, very, very interesting, the whole story. Uh, Uh, Originally, you know, this sold in the Christie's auction in 1999 when her entire estate went up for sale, and a woman, currently residing in Israel, uh, bought it, and she's held on to it for 20 years, and she's quite elderly now. So she decided to consign it to us to sell it on her behalf. Um, Story, from what I understand, goes like this. From what the research has, uh, you know, has indicated, Uh, Arthur Miller grew up in Harlem. Uh, and when he was 12 or 13 years old, uh, him and his family moved into the Gravesend Neck section of Brooklyn uh, around the Avenue and Jewish Hunter, which is uh, where where the shul is from. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, approximately, in my humble opinion, is about the same year as Arthur Miller's Bar Mitzvah. And if you read Read the front of the sitter says presented by the Avenue N Jewish Center Congregation Tor Vedas 321 Avenue N um, just about the time that he was 12 or 13 years old. Mm. So my feeling was that this this shul presented him this sitter, at his bar mitzvah. Got it. You know, there's a whole bunch of handwritten notations inside. Um, it says omit you know around uh, the bracha on sitzit, you know, which may be an indication that author was teaching. Marilyn, not to say that bracha right. when you know, because obviously he wasn't putting on a talis, right. or it could have been you know a rabbi instructing author, not to say that mitzvah, not to say that bracha, because he wasn't putting on a talis because he was only thirteen years old at the time. Right. You yeah. know, it, it, the notations, like I said, it's uh, it's really really hard to tell. Uh, and then over the course of the years, I, I guess he gave it to his wife. You know, and his, his wife, when even after the divorce, she, you know, she held on to it.
0: So until the day of her death, this sitter was in her possession.
1: That's correct. It, it sold with the rest of her estate in 1999, even, you know, like, almost, literally almost 40 years after she died.
0: You've estimated the value, and I don't know how you do this, but you've estimated it five to 8000 You expect that the opening bid will be in that area Monday? Uh,
1: yeah, but it's going to go for a lot more money than that. Really? Uh, you know, the, this, the story was picked up by the Washington Post, CNN, New York Post, New York Times. It, it's been a media frenzy for me for the last, literally, two or three weeks, uh, and... Um, I. I, I Probably in the twelve to $15,000 range now. You know, there's been a, a lot of emails and phone calls that they want, people want to be on the phone for this. People want a piece of Marilyn Monroe. She's yeah. an American icon.
0: Uh, this coming Monday, 6 p.m., the Rare Antique and Artisan Judaica auction at Jay Greenstein and Company on Central Avenue in Cedars. People do not have to be there to participate, right?
1: Yeah, no, that's correct. You know, in, in our modern day times, very few people actually show up themselves right. to auction to bid. You know, just uh, basically people our age and older that don't like Well, <laughs> I'm speaking for myself. that don't really like Thanks. electronics so much. But, for the, you know, for the most part, people can either sign on on the Internet or be on the phone or, you know, just leave us with order bids. Right. You know, all that information is on the website.
0: Now, I have your catalog in front of me. And sure. you, you know at this point, after all these conversations we've had, the type of stuff I like. So none of this is going to shock you. 14 carat gold Judaic money clip owned by comedian Jerry Lewis. It literally the clip is the 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 gold is in the shape of his name.
1: Uh, yeah, you have uh, in the shape of his name and right next to it is a uh, a money clip in the shape of a sefer torah right. with a menorah and a jewish star on top. How did we get this? Uh, same way. You know, it's uh, part of the auction's lot 133. Uh, Jerry Lewis was a Jew, was born Joseph Levitch, you know, and like many, you know, people in Hollywood at the time you know, became slowly estranged You know, from his uh, born religion. And he didn't convert out of it, just obviously right. didn't take it so seriously. But
0: he's not gone a long time. Is this something that came from his estate?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just, again, uh, his entire estate went up for auction a few months ago, and uh, somebody wound up with this and came to us as the only piece of anything that resembled Judaica from his entire estate.
0: That was it, huh?
1: That was it. I mean, there was really nothing else that was even remotely Jewish. Wow. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Uh the four sons in sterling silver. I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very uh, uh, adorable thing we think the artist is Shuki Freeman, you know, uh, from Jerusalem. Uh it, this was owned by the Zalesnik Zalesnick family from Florida. Uh, Dr. Zalesnik passed away a few years ago, uh, and the wife, uh, who's also, you know, a very sweet lady in Florida, uh gave me uh, his entire collection to sell in 2016, uh and then Recently, she found a whole, bu- whole bunch more stuff, including the Sefer Torah, the Iron Kodesh, you know, all of the Shukki Freeman stuff, uh, yeah. all the Winogred stuff, and uh, decided it's time to sell.
0: The Agam Bible is the actual re- full Chumash? Yeah, I mean, it's the full Chumash. I say it like that because, you know, based on the cover, it just looks like a work of art.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, Yaakov Agam, obviously, you know, this really artistic yeah. icon, you know, he's still alive, Baruch Hashem as well. Uh, but he came up with these uh, beautiful... Um, decorative covers for this uh, you know for this homage.
0: of all the Seder plates which one do you think is my favorite it's not, it's, oh I don't know it, maybe it, the
1: Austrian one in the beginning
0: no the Zelig Siegel one not because no, not, yeah. not because yeah, not because of the name Siegel because it's one of the most I mean it it's such a unique piece yeah
1: yeah he was very creative. His work is in the Israel Museum, the Jewish Museum, um, you know, as a student or a uh, compatriot of Ludwig Wolpert, who was really the, one of the first people to come up with all the modern Judaica in our time post-war. Uh, they all developed this really funky, modernistic style, and Zelig Siegel was definitely one of the kings of that.
0: Uh, by the way, if anybody walks in looking for a gift for me, a number 65, the summon box looks like a microphone. So.
1: Yeah, that uh, number is 65. Yeah, it does kind of look like a microphone. Yeah, it, it's supposed
0: to be a tree. It really looks like a mic. Yeah. A, you know, yeah. If, I, if I had the money, I'd invest in that one, frankly, because it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, I like some of the, the rare stuff and uh, off the uh, beaten path stuff. The pair of miniatures filling is pretty cool. Those are silver cases in them, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, those are silver cases. They were made uh, in the Netherlands, probably about 150, 160 years ago. I mean, they're dated, you know, to precisely. But sometimes you could find an inscription that's a few years, early, you know, a few years later than the uh, than the item was made, you know, until it was actually given. Uh, but they're very small; they're tiny, you know, which is which I found was very, very interesting.
0: And finally, Jonathan Greenstein, and you do have obviously amazing kiddish cups and Torah crowns and a million other things, and people should check it out. Can they get the whole catalog online? Yeah,
1: sure. It's on the, the entire catalog is on the website. And, you know, if they get a hold of us today, they call the gallery. You could probably still get a hard copy out to anybody who wants it, also.
0: But I must. Yeah, I'd love getting the hard copy just running through it. It's phenomenal.
1: Isn't it a great Shabbos reading?
0: It's unbelievable. It's so cool. Um, but but let's let's wrap up with this one. Tell me about the three Stucca boxes that, if my family was smart, we would have made a mint. We would just save them over
1: the years. Let me guess the JNF boxes. Of course, there are two yeah.
0: JNF ones, right?
1: Yeah, you know, the the ones from the early you know, the early part of the century, the twenties and thirties, uh the values are just unbelievable. Obviously back then they were free or you know, nominal. <laughs> uh, but uh, as years progress, the early ones, the ones with like the Art Deco Hebrew lettering, uh the embossments on it, uh, are worth a lot of money. You know, anywhere from eight hundred to a thousand to fifteen hundred. You know, the nicer ones are worth more. We've actually had them in silver that were given to major donors uh and um you know, those go for you know, 30000 dollars a piece.
0: I don't even remember the one from around 1910. I didn't remember ever seeing that one before, even in a picture. It's really cool looking.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah and
0: yeah. and the other one you have is the uh, tin charity box for Yeshiva Beit Yosef in Dvinsk. And that, you, and that also comes from around 1910.
1: The only one I've ever seen uh, in 36 years. This is my 57th auction. And uh, my 36th year in collecting and dealing in Judaica. And this is this is the only one that I've ever been in my hands. Pretty cool. I'll tell it, you.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, do you recognize uh, not Lot 32? You grew up around there. Hang on a second. Lot 32. Yeah, the building is there, the Jarmolewski building.
0: Well, I didn't really grow up around there. I grew up in Newark, New Jersey. As I always say, Jonathan, I'm a rookie on the Lower East Side. I'm only here 29 years. Ah, uh, okay. I'm <laughs> not <But, laughs> rookie but, anymore. But, but this is a circa 1910. The oh, Was this supposed to be at box as well?
1: No, Not a sucker box, but, like, you know, when you opened up an account, they gave you one of these savings boxes, uh, you know, from, like, 100 years ago.
0: Very cool. One 160- yeah, the
1: building is still there, still there the Jarmolewski building. It yeah. Was there, a tremendous. Uh, I know
0: where and, 165 East Broadway is.
1: Yeah, still sure. there. You Beautiful can. building. They're converting it to condos or offices now, you know.
0: Very but, nice. Yep. All right, as usual, this thing completely enthralls me. It's amazing. Thank you. Rare, antique, and artisan Judaica with the expert, Jonathan Greenstein. (laughs) Cedarhurst Gallery, the auction officially 6 p.m. this coming Monday. You can go to the website, see the entire catalog, jgreenstein.com. It's letterjgreenstein.com or dial 516-295-2931, 516-295-2931. And we should say that even though I I think on most occasions – Uh, Items go for more than you estimate. There are sometimes some bargains around, right, Jonathan?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, estimates is, you know, based on my experience from past auctions where they should land up. But sometimes people get things at the opening bid. You know, uh, sometimes things go crazy when there's two, you get two maniacs that want the same item. (laughs) You know, things go through the roof. You know, collecting is an obsession. You know that, you know. Uh, I
0: I remember all the uh, hoopla around the Kalbach piano. We'll see what happens to the Marilyn Monroe sitter. (laughs) Yeah. Oh,
1: the Shlomo's piano we got $20,000 for.
0: -hmm. Pretty amazing. And we're very curious, as I'm sure the rest of the world is what the sitter will go for. So let us know.
1: Yeah, we'll do, of course. Thanks so much, brother. Uh, You got it, my brother from another mother.
0: There he is, Jonathan Greenstein. The gallery is uh, in Cedarhurst. The auction is Monday, jgreenstein.com for all the information. Thursday morning, it's Rosh Chodesh morning. You're listening to JM in the AM. Mm-hmm.